welcome back welcome back to that easy yeah. podcast hello y'all yeah. um this is zay that's uh Brett. Ah, nice punch in and we are back for <laughs> another installment you see that that's a that's a different intro right there. that's an installment instead of episode oh mm. we got a catalog media trained you already know <laughs> uh yeah what's going on folks uh, hope everybody's well. How are you, Zay? I am doing well. I'm actually still coming down. I had a nice little high from this weekend, uh, and you can speak to it as well. We were yep. invited to go on a podcast, the Aggressively Passive Podcast, and yes. we did an episode with them yesterday, and this was our first time meeting them. And our first time like collabing. Yeah. First time collabing, first time being in the presence of strangers and having to talk. <laughs> yes, and like being invited. So it was a great time. It was a lot of fun. I'm so happy we got to do it. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to them. Um, I believe the episode should be coming sometime this week. I don't want to give a date and be wrong. So just stay tuned. Check out our page and we will let you know when we're on there. They're really dope. Yo, shout out to all three of them. Shout out to uh, Big Belly Casanova. yes lionel mike and kim it was a pleasure meeting you guys it was a great time and their podcast page on ig is at one passive podcast all one word yeah and that's the number one and um i don't know about you i think we made some friends yeah yay (laughs) i feel crazy like that that doesn't happen too much as an adult yeah right right when's the last time you just made a friend like uh, been a been a been a little while. Mm-hmm. A little while. A little while. Oh, oh, no, I don't get around much. But even still, you know, it's it's even though you meet people, it might be cool. It's still like you know when you click with people. So yeah, you know, like EVN squad, dope ass people. Yeah, clicked sh- with them. Shout out to Lur for coming through. Lur came through. Oh yeah, people, I hear him all yeah, throughout that, the background that talking was, shit. That was a nice surprise. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, yeah, anyway, so look out for that. Hope you guys enjoy that episode when it drops. Yeah, for sure. We definitely will. Um, Before we move on, uh, this past week, it might have been this past week, I want to just say our condolences to John Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, he passed away, unfortunately. And, uh, yes. yeah, I mean. Yippee! That <laughs> <laughs> always pops in my head. That shit used to crack me up. Right, the hot sauce on the burrito, too. Of course. Oh, my burrito, baby. You're in the kitchen. I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> in the goddamn refrigerator. Right. Uh, goddamn food. Yeah, Um. so, yeah, rest in peace. We we loved almost every role he played. And um, as big fans of the Boondocks, me and Britt do not know how it's supposed to be coming back. But I, I don't know right. how you can have the Boondocks with, without Granddad. Yeah. Unless they already recorded the audio, but I don't know. That's kind of sour. I hate like post. I know. You know. I know. Yeah, definitely won't be the same though if they still go through without him. It's gonna be very strange, which kind of sucks. Like you know, because they finally got Aaron Magruder back, Mm -hmm. and then he passes. But I still, I still a little, um, little. I'm curious about this death. Did they say how he passed yet? I don't even know. I don't know. 
Because he was talking real loose on them interviews on that Jamie Foxx podcast. I didn't hear the Jamie Foxx one. What? I listened to it. No. He was going in. He was talking about Robin Williams was like a cokehead and he used to steal everybody's jokes. Like, he's mm. like, fuck him. He was talking about everybody. All He was putting everybody on blast who like did drugs, white and black people. He was just telling everyone's business. And then you pop up dead yeah do you think like conspiracy aside like do you think there is like an internal clock that like some people might know it's coming and then that's when they start spilling everything because i feel like yeah i feel Mm. like you see that like a lot like Mm -hmm. because even before prince died like he was talking a little shit too Mm -hmm. Mm. prince been talking shit for a minute right (laughs) but yeah rest in peace john witherspoon speaking of prince um what? I saw something and they were like going through his belongings at his house and there was like handwritten mm-hmm. notes and he okay. was talking about it was definitely what's that one guy's name the 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 dude from like England that Ed Sheeran okay it was Ed Sheeran oh, and somebody else he doesn't like him and who else yeah I forgot who it was but he was like <laughs> they keep trying to throw him down our throat like we're not buying it it was Ed Sheeran <laughs> and somebody else Katy Perry oh oh like I guess. He didn't have a longer list. <laughs> it was right. only those oh, two. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. What? What you mean? That's, a book's going to be coming out very soon. I, pr- I promise you. But um. Oh, did you see? Um, I saw a clip from I think the Breakfast Club and Patty Labelle was on there. No, I and didn't see that. She said that I don't know if she was trolling or not, but she said that she's releasing like a movie. I don't know if it's a movie, movie or a docu, what? But it's basically putting everyone on blast that has ever dissed her. <laughs> who's like really people are out here really dissing patty I LaBelle? guess so yeah and then only one she kind of gave a hint towards she said she was at some like award show or something and the singer like egged the shit out of her like she like stopped to speak to her and she kind of gave her like a scowl like a up and down and kept on mm. moving yeah you so then they were to trying patty. to guess who yeah they were like who beyonce rihanna she they named like all the big stars and she was like no 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 those are all my babies and then she was like well i only say like she's a singer dancer chef that only leaves that only leaves khalees that would be a khalees she's the only singer who's a chef you don't think you don't think that's a khalees move i can see that i'm like damn like i could see but i'm just like really khalees like come on yeah (sighs) really girl like if that's true that is so freaking disappointing like just the fact that it's an elder for one. Yeah. And then who it is. Freaking Patty LaBelle. Like, are you crazy? What is she mad because she got her little pies in the store? Like, and your little sauces ain't selling? Right. Like, why? Are you... <laughs> I'm going to hold my tongue and just wait to see. <laughs> I want to know now. When it comes out. Hopefully, if it does come out. Because Miss Patty. Miss Patty up there, too. Like, at an age. She like she said she was like 78 or something like that. Yeah. And they, yeah, I'm telling like, you, you, they hit an age and they get the talking. Where like they don't care no more. <laughs> That's when you remember when I was telling you that like I ain't want to like live for a very long time. Like kind of like take me out <laughs> early. <laughs> what? No, I don't remember you saying we that. We were talking shit. about it. We were talking about like uh, like if we had to choose an age, like when do you want to die? I'm like I don't know if I want to make it to like ninety. Like take me out, like you know what I mean? Like take me out peacefully around like seventy maybe. Like that is you that old? Like it's old, but it's not that old. <sighs> I don't know, but I say that he said, because I, I say that because I, I definitely want to be here long enough to get to the point where I'm like, 
I don't give a fuck about anything anymore. And I can just start talking freely. Yeah, that is like prime time where cause mm-hmm. you can still move and stuff at least. Yeah. You know, you're not like 90 and like really struggling. Mm-hmm. I get it. You can just go around and you can just be an asshole and people won't even be holding you accountable. Yeah. <laughs> and you can wear whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with it. <laughs> I'm with it. Weird, whatever you want. Yo, straight up, you see like them old guys, they be coming out looking nuts. <laughs> I can't wait to dress like that. I can't wait to like have my pants. Oh you know, like God. when you pull your pants all the way up, it's over your gut and it's like that crease mm-hmm. where your thighs is to your belly button. <laughs> I'm all for that. Like, I, I can't wait. Big ass socks and shit. I'm with it. Oh my God. I am all with right. it. Um, <laughs> so, did you, what did you do for your birthday? I went to the gun range. Okay, I've never been. You've never been? No, so how was it? I'm scared. Yo, so it can seem like it's a little intimidating, but I was like, mm-hmm. I wasn't really worried about it, right? So then when mm-hmm. I get there, we're kind of in like Hicksville, kind of. Uh-huh. I don't know. It just seems a little like, feel like we, we stood out like a sore thumb. We get there and you just <laughs> don't realize that like, yeah, you're going to a gun place. And there's mm-hmm. guns everywhere, obviously. But, like, mm-hmm. even the people behind the counter are strapped up. Mm-hmm. Like, just got the guns on their hip. So I just yeah. wasn't, I don't know, my brain wasn't computing that leading up to it. But anyway, so we right. get in there. And I was talking to my homeboy, and he's been shooting a lot more times than me. So I'm asking him, like, yo, what should I shoot? Like, what should I do? He was like, oh, do the Colt 45. Like, all this stuff really don't mean nothing. I was just trying to get a genuine idea. <laughs> yeah. I don't know much about the guns. Mm-hmm. So I get there, and uh, the guy asks, hey, you ever been shooting before? And I was like, no. And we were both like, no. And he was like, well, I suggest you do a 9 millimeter." He was like, just enough kickback to be good for you. Mm-hmm. So he tells me the two rows to pick. And I'm looking, and I'm like, man, I want to shoot a bigger gun. Like, I, I know, Brett, I try to macho I, I, I'll be quiet. Keep going. Yeah, so so <laughs> he comes back. I'm glad I didn't come. Right? I'll be all loud. <laughs> <laughs> so he comes back. He was like, all right, did you pick the one you want? I was like, um, what's a step? like a step above a nine millimeter dude they even let me like he even entertained that he was just like mm-hmm. no you're good with a nine millimeter <laughs> he's like you're fine and that was it i took the nine mm-hmm. millimeter we go in there we got the earmuffs on and i was good with a nine millimeter all right uh <laughs> <laughs> No, it had some good kickback. I got a few headshots. I mean, did they come over and like show you, instruct you how to do it, or it was just you were just on your own? No, no, you're definitely not on your own. I missed out a very vital part. So like you're signing a waiver and stuff, and then you go in this classroom and there's like a looping video, maybe like an eight okay. minute video about mm-hmm. how to load your fi- well, not even how to load, yeah, how to load the firearm, where the gun should be. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, there's like a whole procedure, like if you're loading it. The gun should be positioned this way on the shelf. It should yeah. never come back past this line. It should always be facing downrange. All the safety stuff. So I was mm-hmm. good with that. So we go in there. People are shooting, and there is it's like a Jewish community. So there's a lot of like there's a lot of Jewish people with yarmulkes on and stuff. And mm-hmm. so um, the people next to us, two younger dudes, they're shooting. 
and AK. And every time mm-hmm. this joint rings off, you flinch. It's like, uh, I-, I can't even describe the noise it makes. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like soul, like your soul, your soul gets hit every time he pulls the trigger and they're right next mm-hmm. to us in the stall. And, mm-hmm. you know, after a while, I got like a little bit adjusted to it. They ended up leaving before us. But I just got to thinking, I'm just like, all right, some of these are the weapons that we see in these mass shootings, these school shootings. And I just have a totally different view of these now. Yeah. I, I really don't think they're necessary for people to have. And it just makes me have so much more empathy. Not that I didn't have it before, but for people that, you know, survived those and had to hear that and know that that's not going into a target. It's it's going into people that they know, they love, they care about. And I don't know, PTSD is very real. I mean, I'm not saying I have it. I'm not going to be overly dramatic, but just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it's a lot. It, it's a lot. Yeah. Whew. Right? <sighs> just thinking about that shit. Shit rang off. You should mm-hmm. definitely go, though. It's really cool. It's dope. I got some headshots. Yeah. Pew, pew. It's out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great time. Cool, cool. Um, nice. So, the chicken sandwich is back. The chicken sandwich of the gods <laughs> is, is back. And, um,. My chicken correspondent Britt uh actually got a, got her hands on the first ones <laughs> off the conveyor belt. So fresh can you run the, us fresh out the grease, <laughs> right? Fresh out the grease. Can you run us through this? I don't want to take too much time because I feel like Popeyes. We don't get paid from Popeyes to give them this much. I won't free. elaborate that long on the chicken because we always end up doing that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Popeyes gonna have to start cutting the check, um, right? So, okay, so we know they're coming out. They dropped on Sunday, of course, to shade Chick-fil-A, because as we know, Chick-fil-A is closed on Sunday. And Mm -hmm. I just so happened to be at the mall, at King of Prussia Mall on Saturday. And they didn't even have a Popeye's in the damn mall the last time I was there, like a month or two ago. They got one now. (laughs) Now, they they have one now. And they're directly across in the food court. They're directly across from Chick-fil-A. Why they, fucking why, hilarious. Why are they trying to start beef, yo? Right. Now, usually Chick-fil-A employees are all happy and, you know, they're just like, they're smiling. They weren't smiling on Saturday. Like, they, they were a little upset. And you know why they were upset? Because they had the chicken sandwich early. Mm. And they was like, oh, motherfucker. Yeah, so mm. I'm walking through the food court and I walked past some, because I was going to go get some fries from Chick-fil-A and I was actually like on the phone with you. <laughs> And I walked by somebody's table and I said, I was like, oh, shit, they got Popeye's. But I didn't think that, you know, the sandwich wasn't out yet. So I walked by and I saw a sandwich on somebody's table. Mm. I was like, oh, my God. That changed all your plans. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, get one, yo. And I was like, no, no, I ain't going to get one. I ain't going to get one. And I I went to Chick-fil-A, got my fries, and I was like, y'all get that sandwich, yo. (laughs) Yeah, so I watched I I walked over to Popeye's. I watched Britt get fries from Chick Fil A and then oh, and yeah, then go FaceTime. yeah nigga shit but continue Britt oh my gosh yeah so I walk over to Popeyes with my Chick Fil A bag and get a sandwich and it I mean it was good it was great now but well I don't know because 
all right, all right, I'll try to tell this in order. All right, so the sandwich wasn't like the exact same as the first batch, I guess I should call it. Mm. It was like not as like um, you know, how Popeye's breading is like super like kind of thick. Oh, you mean as amazing? As far as like how crispy amazing. it is, is what you're saying? Yeah, like it's thick and amazing. But okay. yeah, like this time, well, this sandwich, I guess the breading wasn't as thick, but it was still good. Um, so you know, today's Sunday. We're recording Sunday, so it came out today, right? So, my dude, he hasn't tried the sandwich yet. And he was like, yeah, can we go get the sandwich? And I was like, Ugh. I was because like, I, I knew it was going to be crazy. Like, so, I was like, fuck it. Let, let, let's just go see. Like, so, he said he'll buy me one. So, <laughs> so you had back, so what you say, you had back-to-back chicken sandwiches. I did. Yeah, you so did. So, I went in, and, of course, the line was wrapped around the store, so, like, he was in the car because I was parked illegally. And you see what so we're like, risking? Hold on, hold on. Do you see what, as a culture, we're risking <laughs> for this chicken sandwich, Joe? Don't just speed past that. Listen, you double parked illegally. Listen, nah, listen. On that block, though, everybody got parked illegally. Ain't enough space. At least I didn't double park. Some people were parking in front of the. Yeah, but not everybody parking illegally to get chicken. Everybody parks illegally to go in the freaking <laughs> family dollar on that damn block. Like. <laughs> It's <laughs> stupid over there. People will double park. Like they'll park outside of your car. Mm-hmm. It's mad annoying. So then, like you, you're trapped in because somebody then got out their car, just left their car in the middle of the street. Like so ghetto. Cities don't make sense. That's another story. Right, right. So I went in. So the line was kind of. I just walked in. I was like, "Where's the back of the line?" Everybody started cracking up because <laughs> 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 it was wrapped around all crazy. So I was like, "Let me just wait and see." So, I was in there a total of 30 minutes, it ended up being. People were cracking jokes. People were upset. Mm-hmm. I mean, only actually, only one lady got upset. I don't even know why, because honestly, they were busting them things out. Yeah, I was on the phone with my girlfriend, so the time really didn't, it didn't bother me too much. And then people in there, they were just like, man, they should have had 50 of them Jones ready. Like, they should have made up 80 of them bitches. But yeah, like, <laughs> ew, how are they going to pre-make 80 sandwiches? the night before like people were just being stupid but i was cracking up though because one of the ladies that works at popeye she's like is anybody here for fried chicken you hear somebody's like anybody here for no goddamn fried chicken yeah but they they had the assembly line going and everything right mm. so this time when i got the sandwich the breading was thick so i don't know like i was like did y'all run out of the regular chicken patties and use and pull out the bone out of the chicken bread. Oh, come on. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Because it was like, it looked like a piece of fried chicken that just didn't have the bone. It didn't look like the actual, like, chicken patty. And, I like, I'm already spending too much time talking about this shit. I know. I'm almost done. So, <laughs> either way, it was still banging, right? Mm-hmm. Dog. What's, My nigga. What's up? Not even ten minutes after I finished that bitch, I was on the toilet. Oh, do we have another shit show coming up soon? Is that what this means? We, we probably need to. Yeah. But I was like, mm, did I get a tainted one? I told you guys, I'm going. I'm the guinea pig for the second batch of these clone chickens. Because how the fuck did they? Why did they take so long to re up? For one, it's it's fucking chicken in their chicken spot. So that leads me to believe that y'all motherfuckers was in the lab <laughs> splitting chromosomes and shit, <laughs> splitting atoms <laughs> to get this chicken out. That's what I'm thinking. They were like, we're not going to run out this time. How are you so sure? Yeah, but what was the holdup? Yeah, like, why didn't it take, like, how long was that? Like, two months? I guess. It was a month. I don't know. But, yeah, so, if some, I'll let y'all know how I'm feeling. Something happened to me, you know, don't go, don't go eat it. 
<laughs> Yo, this dude in there got eight. All right, man. That's enough. He walked up. But I get. No, I think somebody they sent him on a mission. Like they sent him on the run. He was like, "Yeah, I need eight. <laughs> Come on, yo, yo. We have. We really gotta do better, yo. But we, it was we, probably like people, you know, care. friends and stuff. I they were all friends. I don't care, yo. We still gotta do better. Listen, <laughs> listen. You know you want one. Hell, you ever get that damn chicken sandwich, <laughs> yo? Not playing. But it does worry me that there was like that big window. Like, what yeah, chicken? Yeah, like, like, why did it take so long to get more chicken? Who's you the guys vendor? Sell chicken. Yeah, who's the vendor? Just cut it off the bone. What do you mean? I want to see the farm. That chicken right. I want to see the, the chicken farm it came from. I want to see what kind of conditions these chickens are in. I oh my want... God, terrible. Yeah, they're probably bad. Well, it's floating around your stomach now, so I mean, just let me know. Oh, that not that one. That one came right out. <laughs> the one yesterday, though, that one was chilling. That one was chilling. So, hmm. And I told you they look they look completely different. I don't know. See, that one was out in the, that one was out in the county, and then this one was in the hood. So maybe they sent different chickens to well, different locations. What if conspiracy theory bag? You ready? What population control? Population control. They saw how much of a smash oh, hit. No! They saw how it much. Might be. That's what I'm saying. Oh my god! Let they me said this Hold is perfect. Let me get it out. Let me get it out. They saw <laughs> how popular and how many people came out to eat the first batch. The government gets involved. The Clinton Foundation gets involved. The people who killed Epstein. Oh god! And they said, "Oh no, this is the perfect way that we can." You know, you've heard about population control. Right, and then they try to like get the number. They try to get the number under like X amount, uh-huh. so they can yeah. bank on X amount of people, black people, being at Popeyes, oh, and they shit. tanked right, the chicken. Don't go to the Popeyes in the black neighborhood. Go to the white ones. I don't know. I think that's just like <laughs> I don't know. What do they call that? Casualties I'm you, of war. Yo, why? But they. But like you might be onto something because why did this one fuck my stomach up instantly? And yesterday. I was chilling. Mm. And they look completely different. Mm. Yeah, I think we're on to something. We cracked the code. Dun, dun, dun. All right, y'all. Yeah, stay out the hood, Popeyes. What if we found that, like, like Epstein, like, was killed, but it wasn't by, like, you know what I mean? And they're hanging himself. They just gave him, like, the Popeyes chicken sandwich and, like, he just killed the whole <laughs> shut up <laughs> have you been seeing those memes have you been seeing those like memes or whatever like people just like talking about something arbitrarily has nothing to do with it but they end the statement with yeah and jeffrey didn't kill himself no i haven't seen the meme but i actually saw a video of someone on a news channel talking about a service dog or something like that yeah that's and he the, was going that's on the about trolling thing that's like the trolling thing like everybody's just trying to sneak okay it yeah, in i haven't seen anywhere. memes but i've seen people doing it in real life <laughs> Yeah, speaking of which, um, a famed pathologist, this came out, I think, on, what was the 30th? Was that Wednesday? I Wednesday. Think that was Wednesday. Yeah, so this came out, there was a report, a famed pathologist says he believes that Jeffrey Epstein's death was actually a homicide. Spoiler alert. Um, yeah, in spite okay. Of, in spite of the official ruling that his death was by suicide, Epstein was found dead in August in New York City. After being arrested for sex trafficking, yada, 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 we know that story. Um, it was Dr. Michael Bowden, the former chief medical examiner of New York City, has added fuel to the fire with a recent interview with Fox News in which he says he thinks evidence presented suggests Epstein did not take his own life. 
Okay. Which leads, which leads me back to Hillary and the Clinton Foundation. And I don't know if you know just how scummy they are or, or the, the controversies mm-hmm. they've been involved in. But um, she was recently on Trevor Noah's uh, show. And Trevor Noah mm-hmm. just straight, straight asked her, was just like, um, so how exactly <laughs> did you kill Jeffrey Epstein? Mm-hmm. And she kind of didn't even really. Would you say like she like was taken back by that question? I mean, I hadn't, I didn't see. I, you just played me the audio, and it just sounded like she just laughed. Like if that was legit, like I'd be like, whoa, like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like don't don't put my name with that. You know what I'm saying? Like I would have said something. She just laughed. I feel like her name's been involved in so much other shit. That's probably just like common sense. I guess, at this point. but the fact too that they were like close. Remember, like yeah. Epstein had that weird picture of Bill Clinton in like a dress and high heels yeah. hanging in his yeah. house. Like, as soon as you walked into his house, there's this big painting of Bill Clinton in a dress and these like high heels on. It was fucking weird. Yeah. So, yeah, they're close. So that's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I don't wanna, like speculating about. Them. I'm tired of them. <laughs> Who's them? Clintons? Hillary. Yeah, the Clintons. Did you see that video? Uh, so, I don't know the dude's name. Uh, we recently caught, like, the leader of ISIS, I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's ISIS. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see they did a mashup of, <laughs> of Barack Obama's speech when we got Osama bin Laden? And Trump's speech after getting this guy. Did you mm-hmm. hear that? Let me play that. Uh... I think I should play that. Do you think I should play that for the people? Sure. I think the people need to definitely <laughs> hear this because it was hilarious. By the way, when Obama went on TV to announce that they'd killed bin Laden, he spoke for nine and a half minutes. Trump yesterday did 48 minutes on this. And for further comparison, we thought it might be fun to match up Trump's speech about al-Baghdadi with Obama's about bin Laden. And we were right, it was. The United States has conducted an operation that killed Osama bin Laden. Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi is dead. Al-Baghdadi. The United States launched a targeted operation against that compound. They did a lot of shooting. Even not going through the front door, you know, you think you go through the door. If you're a normal person, you say, knock, knock, may I come in? What is he talking about? They killed Osama bin Laden and took custody of his body. He died like a dog. (laughs) (laughs) A beautiful dog. What? Like a beautiful dog. For the men who carried out this operation. And I don't get any credit for this, but that's okay. I never do. <laughs> may God bless you. And may God bless the United States of America. And I'm writing a book. That's a nice juxtaposition right there, right? Mm-mm-mm. Very entertaining. <laughs> Shit person, very entertaining, though. <laughs> Um, I don't want to get into politics. Do you know who you're voting for, though? Do you have, like, any idea? Um, as far as what? The elections. Just... But they haven't even finalized who the fuck it is. I know. Well, if you had your preference, who would you want them to Nigga, finalize? nobody! I feel you. I mean, I feel you. Sorry, I just got mad. I know, she does. 
Um, all right. Out of all those, honestly, I don't know. I don't freaking know. Yeah. I don't know. I guess Bernie. Bernie just had a heart attack, though. Yeah. Can't be having a heart attack and then think you're gonna be president. Yeah. All right. Um, moving on. Did you get a chance to listen to the Kanye West album yet? I have not, but I did watch both of those long interviews. Uh, the one with Big Boy and the one um, that was on Beats, Apple, Beats Radio, whatever the fuck it's called. Okay, so. Um, yeah, I watched both of those interviews. I didn't listen to the interviews. So before I go off and uh, talk about my review of the album, what did you get from these interviews? Like, how was it? Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so as we know, Kanye's very egotistical, you know, very full of himself, just very self-serving. Uh, and I think he was so delusional before that he couldn't even see it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like, he was just so far gone. And for someone to be that far gone, of course, he's not going to be 100%, like, a total, it's not going to be a total 180. You know what I mean? Not that quickly. Like, he has to do a lot of work mm. <laughs> to be able to recognize and humble himself. I will say, he has humbled himself a lot, but he's still, he's still pretty egotistical, but I would say at least now he at least will admit to it, mm. and he says that he tries to like analyze himself now so he'll like rewatch interviews or just conversations he has and he'll think like okay when i said that was i serving god or was that i serving myself because as we know he always was serving himself with yeah. <laughs> what he had to say and i mean even i mean the interviews were both like the the apple one was almost 2 hours long the big boy one was about an hour long and i mean that's a long time to listen to someone talk so of course and especially with him he's all over the place mm. and he still had moments where you know his ego got out of control you know of course he's still saying he's the greatest artist of all time and which i don't like, have okay. that big of a problem with i mean no oh, come on no he's not I, well that's that's very egotistical i mean like, you I can get say it, that but... you're one of the greats you can say one of them but don't say you're the greatest like cut it out um, like his body of work does not show that. I'm sorry. As far as pop culture, well, no. What I'm and... saying is, I don't have to agree with that, but I'm never really mad at somebody feeling that way. That's like I look at I... it like basketball wise. Like if somebody feels they're the greatest basketball player in the world, I'm not gonna argue with you. But you know, what I mean, show it or I don't know. That doesn't but really bother. You're still me. downplaying everyone else, like by saying I'm the best. Like what? Are you there's the... other people too that are like that's how I feel. I don't That's know. my opinion. Yeah, yeah. No, no, my no, I opinion. get it. No, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I'm saying, for instance, like you want to put yourself up against all these other great artists. Like, why can't you just say I'm one of the best? Why are you saying I'm the best? That means you're saying you're better than everyone else by saying that. I think in like hip hop culture, though, and I think we spoke to this before. I don't know what it is or why it's just like so competitive or outwardly competitive to the point where like you feel like you have to put on or you feel like you have to be aggressively stating how much better you are than the rest. Even if you don't name drop somebody specifically, I feel like that's like something that's like baked into our music culture, kind of. I guess. It's just people in their ego. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. 
Um, like, I even get annoyed when people will be like, oh, my sister's better than yours. Like, what? Why are we, why are we comparing? <laughs> what? Like, I don't know. Little dumb shit like that makes me mad. Like, I hate that when people just use, I, I don't know, in my opinion, language wrong. But anyway. Right. Um, I, I, I think though, I think Kanye is being genuine with, uh, his path towards religion and all that. I think he just still has a lot of work to do and he admits that he has a lot of work to do. And he says like, you know, I recognize that my Sunday service was very cultish. He said, I just thought it'd be a cool idea if we all were white. He said, and then I started hearing the feedback and then I was like, yeah, it does look a little cultish. I feel like that's the beginning of a cult, no matter what. At some mm-hmm. point, like all these people, the people that you know, we we know have cults. That idea popped in their head. Hey, maybe you shouldn't just wear all red, or maybe you should <laughs> just wear all white. Progressively snows balls into uh, don't drink the punch. Right. Um. But he said that basically, ASAP Rocky came to one of the Sunday services, and he was like, you know, dressed however he dresses. And he's like, I was standing next to them, and I'm looking down at me myself, and I'm just wearing all white. It was either he had on all white or all purple. I don't remember which one he said. Mm. And then he was just like, yo, like, I look crazy. Like, so he was, like, saying, like, thank you to ASAP for, like, opening my eyes to that. And he was just saying, like, thank you to everyone for the things that they are saying because, you know, he listens to the feedback. And he's like, he's a work in progress. And, like, this is something that he wants to be collaborative so he was like he 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 likes hearing the the input and the feedback because he's working on it and he's just reiterating how he's just human he's our brother um you know he still wouldn't deny they did of course ask him about the trump stuff and yeah. big boy and the other I, I feel so bad I, don't, I think his name is zane i feel really bad is zane low zane low yeah, they him and big boy are both like kind of coming at his neck about the trump stuff you know what i mean and mm-hmm. kind of getting him to back down on it and he didn't really so i mean but hey that's his opinion well that's my thing like we cannot agree well with the him. thing is too well no because the thing no but it wasn't the point it was just like not even for him to change his mind but just for him to acknowledge mm. that he just won't acknowledge the the racist stuff you know mm. what i mean like the problems that it's caused just within our society and he just wouldn't acknowledge that. And I think that they, I think them and just a lot of people would have felt better if he would have at least acknowledged it. He would just always like kind of change the subject. But I mean, Kanye has a lot of reprogramming to do for himself. And he's just speaking on basically just old traumas. I think it's interesting. I mean, I definitely think people should listen to the interviews um, before fully judging his new path i didn't listen to the album yet uh i kind of skimmed through it and i didn't hear anything that i really cared for like one song was kind of thumping but mm, but i mean hey whatever so what'd you think about the album (laughs) so i listened to the album and um i first of all i can put aside there's a lot of things that I can compartmentalize and put put aside, like my how I personally feel about somebody and what they create. Doesn't mean I'm going to be like rocking to it, even if it's great, but I'll still be able to judge art for art and not art for how I feel about somebody's uh, political choices or whatever. Um, I don't like the album. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. And, you know, 
I hear I've heard a lot of people or a couple people come on people I know and we're just like, you know, everybody's shitting on this album. It's not that bad. It's not that bad of an album. So I give it a listen. And unlike a lot of people, you know, people listen to an album once and then they're quick to get their thumbs working and give them give everybody their opinion of it. I'm going to sit with it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I let it run through first. Uh, opened up, opened up with like this crazy arrangement of the choir that he uses. Um, golly, it just made me. It took me back to like, it took me back to church and being like ten years old and not wanting to be at church. But then the choir starts going off and you kind of like, oh, this is rocking. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you ever had that moment when you was in church? And like just the choir, whatever choir, the visiting choir is just going off and, you know, Mm -hmm. you really connect to the music. So I did get that off the first track. But as I'm listening to it, one thing with Kanye is production wise, it's always going to be good. He Mm -hmm. has a uh, uncanny ability to use instrumentation and conjugate different sounds and and bring people together that might not normally be on a track together and just make great stuff. So from a production mm-hmm. standpoint, I'm like, yeah, this is it, it's it's Kanye. It's good. From a writing standpoint, I, I, it's mm-hmm. just it, I, it totally fails. One thing with Kanye is he was never the best rapper, but um, he was always going to say something that stuck in your head. There was always mm-hmm. something like you'll listen to or a song you'll listen to. And there's always at least one bar that you're going to be like, yeah, like I remember that bar. A quotable. Let's say a quotable. I dare anybody to listen to this entire album and tell me one thing you remember. He had said that he wasn't even going to rap on the album at first. Wasn't Malice on the album or yeah, Clips? Yeah, they brought the Clips on the album. How was that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, I mean, you know, I didn't listen to the interviews, so I'm still going into it with just all the stuff that has happened before. And mm-hmm. I, I can separate it, but at the same time, like, there's no way I can prove you're not genuine about your stuff. Mm-hmm. There's no way. So I'm I'm usually going to take it at face value. But if he's not, if you listen to that album and you, and you just listen to that album with the idea that he's not being genuine, that mm-hmm. album sounds so nasty, yo. It sounds mm-hmm. like they're just super uh, exploited, you know? Yeah, I mean, cause that's the thing, because... I feel like he should have, I don't know, I can't tell him how to do his journey, mm-hmm. but he's such an egotistical person that even if he's saying he's serving God, he's still serving himself because he's still work in progress. Mm. So, like, that's the thing. Like, now he's just being super, like, he's the one who knows everything about God and Jesus. You know what I mean? Like, that's how he's, like, carrying it now, like, kind of in a way. Mm. And he still, like, kind of checks himself. So, he has a lot of work to do. <laughs> But I think you should definitely watch the interviews. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'll check it out. I don't know if I want to listen to it. I'll that check it out. <laughs> well, I, I really want to hear your opinion. I want to hear your opinion and let it. me know, like, if it, like, you connect to it really at all. Oh, please. I'm not, but I'll listen to <laughs> oh, it. Oh, please. <laughs> uh, yeah, any more on Kanye? I'm, I, I just, it's hard for me to, you know, uh, just with everything that's happened and the way that, you know, gospel music and, and church has been used to exploit. It's probably like the oldest mm-hmm. thing in the world that's used, that's been used to sway the public. Mm-hmm. The fact that we're getting it in audio form now 
with this album. Mm-hmm. Like it was going to get yeah. a side eye regardless of how he was acting. You know, because he said that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. He was saying that like the lowest point ever for him was after the whole thing came out with him taking picture with Trump, and then of course him saying slavery was a choice. He said that like he ended up going back to the hospital after that. Mm-hmm. Like that was like his lowest of lowest. And then he was like, you know, I was out here a while, and he's like, I had my daughter walking around in like a slip dress. You know what I mean? He's like, what, like, what was I thinking? You know, so he was just kind of going, talking about things that were in the public as well, like really bad choices he made. Um, So it's like it was interesting to see him just talking about everything that we saw, and then just to hear like his side of it, like what he was thinking at the time, and like the consequences of his actions. Mm. And that's why he was like, I just basically just every time I wasn't serving. God, it was just going so badly. So that's why he's like trying to. And they were saying that, I don't know, like, you know, like born again Christians, how they just go so hard. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like, you know, like I mean? a 180 because it's like they're trying to make up for a lot of bad shit they did. Mm-hmm. And Zane Lowe has said that to him. And he was like, yeah, like that is kind of how it is. That's why I'm like kind of being so extreme with it right now. Is because right. it's like I gotta listen. I gotta watch the interview. Let me watch the yeah. interview. Um, I'm yeah. I'm not judging him. I don't want to judge him if if this is the path that's working for him. I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about just the history of religion and not even just Christianity. Just period being able to uh, I don't know, just control people, control narratives, and and you know where I'm going with it. And I hope everybody mm-hmm. else knows where I'm going with it. Uh, yeah, I think that's it for Kanye right now. Um, Harriet Tubman. Yeah, don't see that damn movie. <laughs> All right, so tell people. I didn't honestly. We were talking about it yesterday when we were on the uh, the aggressively passive podcast. I didn't know much about it before we were speaking on it yesterday. They're coming out with a movie based on Harriet Tubman. Yeah, which should be really exciting, but they totally messed it up, which is super duper disappointing, mm. especially because us being African American. Or if you want to get more specific, uh, you know, American descendants of slavery, uh, we are on a unique journey <laughs> in this country. And as far as our history, being able to have our history told properly, um, building our culture, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. We don't have many opportunities to do that. And our heroes, because we are, like, I would say, like, a newer, I don't know if I could say, like, race, but you know what I mean? Like, we're a branch off of, we, yeah, we're a branch. We're new. Yeah. It's new. It's like a branch of a lot of stuff, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mixed all up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, uh, we... I'm trying to think how to say all this because I want to say everything at once. Yeah, nah, take your time. <laughs> take your time. So, all right, let's just start with the damn movie and how they fucked it up. Okay. All right, so from what I'm reading online, now, if you guys want to look more in depth of this, go on to Twitter, search hashtag not my Harriet. <laughs> People are going in. I like that hashtag. Now, in this movie, okay, as we know, Harriet Tubman, I mean, if we learned about anyone in school, we definitely learned about Harriet Tubman. We learned about Martin Luther King, a little bit about Malcolm X. We learned about Harriet Tubman. We learned about Willis Parks. Malcolm X got a paragraph. 
Yeah, it was very short. And we learned about Harriet Tubman and we learned about Rosa Parks. Yeah. Now, you know, with the Underground Railroad, that's pretty much all they really told about her. They didn't tell about how she was also a spy in the Civil War, mm-hmm. how she carried around a gun and she would shoot anyone who got in her way. Um, they sold her down, anything. Like, she was pretty ruthless, like, you know, and she yes. never lost a person. So, basically, in the movie, the main antagonist of the movie, like, the main bad guy, is a black man. It's a black slave bounty hunter. That, what? What? And the love interest, or kind of the person who saves her, is a member from her slave owner's family. They kind of grew up together, some bullshit. Mm -hmm. And, like... The white guy ends up shooting the black uh, bounty hunter to save Harriet. Some bullshit. So we have a white savior. And so why is the enemy of the movie a black man? I don't understand that. That is not how this story goes. And for them to just make up this fictitious character is ridiculous. For one, they are not giving slaves back in the day no damn guns. They didn't barely want them to fight in the Civil War because they were afraid that they would turn on to white people. And then they were saying that they didn't want to include a lot of violence in this movie. And the little bit of violence that they showed. All right. All right. I got to stop right there. Not include a lot of violence. What did it like? Stop trying to sugarcoat what happened. How are you going to even approach that topic and not include the violence? Right. But the violence that was shown basically was the black bounty hunter punching a black woman to death. What? Who greenlit this? What studio is this coming out of? Uh, well, it's coming out of NBC Studios, which is affiliated with Comcast, which right now they have a huge civil rights discrimination suit against going on right now. So for them to release this movie is kind of backwards already. Mm. That's a whole nother topic. Mm. But so that in itself is a lot, just the storyline of it all. And I was going through Twitter and I saw one woman say that her ele- she took her 11-year-old to see the movie, you know, of course, because it's like, you're thinking it's going to be history. Yeah. And the 11-year-old left the movie being the most afraid of the black man, which is disgusting. You're promoting more black-on-black crime and the white savior, and then you want to act like, oh, so then people leave this thinking, oh, it wasn't so bad back then. You know what I mean? It wasn't so bad. And then the majority, from what I'm seeing on Twitter, people who have seen the movie, they're saying there's so many good white people in the movie that the good white people actually outnumber the bad ones. Wow. Like, show the real fucking story. Like, of course, all, I mean, not to say, all the white people weren't bad back then. We did have some allies. But, like, be real with it. Yeah. Cut it out. It was not all, like, roses and stuff. It's bullshit. So, that's one thing. So, now we lead into, also, the woman who is playing Harriet. She has said disrespectful stuff about african-americans in the past she's nigerian i don't know if she was born in britain but she's british as well and she said kind of you know little little shady ass things about us before and the thing is we don't have that we don't have that many opportunities like i said before for our stories to be told Mm. now for someone to truly be able to tell this story right they have to have it in them to understand what that feels like like we grow up with the trauma of having that be our history so playing that role is completely different for for someone who is a descendant of slavery in america than someone who's a foreigner 
to play that same role. Right. You're not going to feel the same way. That's just like if one of us were to play a role overseas of some historical figure, one of their heroes, you know, we're not really going to understand and feel it. Like, yeah, we might be able to act well and play mm-hmm. the role, but we're not really going to be able to feel it properly. And like now they have another foreigner playing Martin Luther King in the movie that's coming out. The same woman, Cynthia Rivo, who's played, who played Harriet Tubman. She's playing Aretha Franklin mm. in a movie coming out. Like, why can't we play our roles? And I, I don't th- understand I that. I even think um, you were alluding to it yesterday, how like she didn't even know who Harriet Tubman was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She didn't even know who the hell Harriet Tubman was, which is like, what? Now, imagine like Viola Davis playing that role. Shit. Somebody said Taraji Henson. Like, just, we have great actors here. I would love to see Viola Davis body that role. And then the thing, too, that gets a little even more shadier, which I found, I saw. um, So, basically, I don't know how commonly known this is, but I didn't know it to be a fact. There was an article written in The New Yorker uh, last, in July 2018, And it's by a Nigerian woman, and she said the title of the article is called My Great-Grandfather, the Nigerian Slave Trader. And she goes off to tell her family's history being involved in the slave trade. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know how we always kind of hear, I mean, yeah, we hear that, but we don't know if to be fact. It's kind of just like people say it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, reading this article is just like, damn. So then, too, it's just like, all right, which tribe... In Nigeria, are you from? Mm. Cause you can't be part of the tribe that sold Harriet, and you want to come over and play Harriet too. <laughs> I mean, like, I, yeah, I mean, you know, I, get what I mean, it. that's just the facts. That's what it is. Like, why can't we play our own roles? And I mean, that's the same as just other roles being whitewashed. You know what I mean? When they cast white people to play um, Asian characters or you know Latino characters, so mm-hmm. it's just the whole mess. But that's the thing. Like, I wouldn't want to go over. And play roles that should go to a culturally, you know, appropriate person or I didn't say that right, but y'all know what I mean. Yeah. I wouldn't want to take a role away where I know that somebody that's native to that story would be able to tell it properly. Um, I think. And then, too, it's just kind of like, is it bigger than that? Because people who are casting these roles are purposely overlooking. Yeah, purposely overlooking people who should be playing these roles yeah. So I don't I don't get it. Yeah, but. I'm just thinking like that's exactly where I was gonna go. Like, who's the casting director? And like even bigger mm-hmm. than this, like you know, you were talking about the lady that brought their their child to go see it. Do you know if she was like white, black, or um, I'm guessing black. I'm guessing black. Um, I don't know though. I think now more than ever, with just the the power that media and and entertainment industry has over the masses and stuff, we really cannot let theatrical productions be the basis upon which we teach the next generation. Mm-hmm. I think we have to now be very hands-on with what uh, history is being told because, you know, we grew up in the school system. We learned a fraction of, of right. black history. And so, then they're going to show this yeah, movie in and school. and that's what I'm saying. So you really, we, we really got to be mindful of what we're mm-hmm. entertaining at this point and uh, what we're we're taking in as something as fact. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's as easy as picking up a book. It's as mm-hmm. easy as getting real information. 
You know, mm-hmm. I mean, not this romanticized stuff. Yeah, it's just a shame because even people who maybe are foreign to this country and then smaller children, they see this movie. That's just going to discredit what we have gone through mm-hmm. as a people in this country. You know what I'm saying? Because it's going to be like, oh, it wasn't that bad, you guys. Like, y'all just being dramatic about this whole slavery thing. Which has this been whole the slavery but that's thing. Been, yeah, this whole slavery thing, y'all just being dramatic, and that's just been the kind of the story of you guys just need to get over it. Mm-hmm. Hard you to get over I mean? it when like we can point to these instances. We could probably right, find but so then many we have more. this type of propaganda. Sure. <laughs> but then too, you know, people will argue. Well, same about me complaining about her being the choice for the actress. Oh, well, she's black too. Uh-huh. Just because we look the same does not mean that we are the same. Like, lineage matters. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you can, a lot of people are black, but we all did not have the same experiences. And that's not to discredit anyone else's experience. You need to pick somebody that, um, you would hope somebody's closer to it. Yeah. To truly, yeah, understand it. And to be able to call out, they don't want nobody to call that bullshit. That's what it was. Nah. I'm telling you, if it was an African American playing that role, they would be like, the fuck? Facts. And then, oh, isn't it a shame too that the bounty hunter he's he's African American though. He got to play that role. Yeah, I would. Nice. I, I feel like I would be a little conflicted, like you were saying. I'd be conflicted to step into that role, as you, like Harriet Tubman. I would be conflicted, but even like the the black bounty hunter. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like the narrative. I don't like the narrative that it's painting. I don't like how it creates more of a divide between black men and women that narrative yeah you punch the black woman to death okay right right well all right yeah it's pretty sick that's a drag that's definitely a drag um yeah so not my harriet yeah not my harriet (laughs) not my harriet (laughs) don't go watch that crap guys Nah, we good we are off that um i hope that we didn't drag y'all two down towards the end of this podcast some real shit right but we had to let y'all know the real we had to let y'all know the real let y'all shit know. and gangster brit we got new nicknames according to uh <laughs> them from yesterday so you're gangster brit which we've oh known that God. that's not really a nickname that's probably your <sighs> government at this point <laughs> that's on her license not the government yeah that's your license yeah that's official um oh and i am Past the Zay. And no, I'm not. Y- y'all Fall are not. Zay. Don't make that a thing. <laughs> you brought it I up. I just like clarity. <laughs> Past the Zay. I had to bring it up. Had to bring it up. Because you know they're going to hear it in a minute. Oh, hell yeah. Next, of course. <laughs> episode. Of course. Uh, no, I just like clarity and I like making sure people understand. That's it. That's not a pastor. That's just being a good <laughs> communicationalist. Is Philosopher that a word? Philosopher Zay. Is communicationalist a word? Philosopher Zay. Is that better? Philosopher. I actually do like that. They don't flow. No, flow for me. Philosopher. There's too many syllables. I want to be a philosopher. How come there's no philosophers? How come all philosophers are like back in like the 1800s and shit? Who's a philosopher now? <laughs> huh? I'm going to be the first. Yeah, Who's... call me that. No more, no, no pastor. Philosopher Zay. <laughs> that takes too long to Socrates. say. Socrates. Socrates. <laughs> Did you remember that game, Socrates. No, that was that. Did you ever play that back in the day? What's that? Oh, come on. All right, anyone listening, I hope you guys remember this. It's called Socrates, and it was like, I want to say, like, you plugged it into the TV. It was kind of like a video game system, and it was this little robot, and it had these educational games. 
It'd be like, do, 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 do. No, you are so That was my great. shit. I don't care. I hope someone remembers. <laughs> Nah, I don't remember 1987, that. 1987, bitch. Right? Let's get it. <laughs> All right. Um, Again, uh, thank you. We love y'all. Love the support. Please keep listening. Share. If you like shit, share shit. That's going to be the new yes. one. That's the slogan and right there. And <laughs> if you like shit, share shit. If you like shit, share and shit. And rate us. Leave a comment. Leave a review. All that. And show some love. And once you're done with this podcast, which should be dropping, which will be dropping tomorrow morning, Monday. Go ahead and uh, go over to the Aggressively Passive Podcast. We Again, we were featured on that. And show them some love. Let us know how we did on our first feature. Um, and definitely check them out, man. They're, they're doing great things. Really rock with them. They're good people. Love the energy. And uh, that's all, folks. Leave it to the beep. Show love. Oh, my God. All right, y'all. Till next time. Yeah, we out. One, take L-O-V-E, come and see me, we can talk about it Surrounded by hate, walking by fame, watch me get about it Switch your mood, we got things to do, man, it ain't no time to be pouting Cause that, yeah, yeah Endless love for my girl, I got love for my mama I got love for my daddy, my sister, my niece I got love for her father, no love for the drama Keep crawling behind us, we conquer, we conquer Almost quit, but can't stop, cause that We should just love a bit more. Tell me what you all adore. Is it the fame or the fortune? I hope you can live with your choices. Picking the right one important. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Show love. Concept you ain't fine yet, man. It's cool. We gon' help you find it. Open eyes for the ones being left by blindness. Shed light on the dark through an act of kindness. You can part from your past, you can act righteous, but you really got a meaning when you do the right shit. Don't think about the pay up, shit priceless. Yeah. Do the right thing for yourself. Nothing is good for your health, even if stealth. Caring for others is humanly well. I'm on the incline, this beat is insane, it won't rinse my rhymes, Tony Hawk on my grind, I love when they hate, they hate on my kind, show up on my plate, it's not a debate, it's been on my mind, how can I make more time, I'm about to take it back to my place for a while, hit it. L-O-V-E, we got seats to fill How I feel about it, chill Looking for the deal that's clutch with an ill will And still we can talk about it, yeah Something you can lean on I'm a vouch for the dream, but my vision ain't always clean That love, love, let I got love for my team It ain't never would it seem extreme Thought I wouldn't see another level, but I beam Like a click, click, go ahead with All that riffraff, like a flash Whoa, I ain't never going back, but I'm never where I'm at Hey, shorty, why you do me like that? Huh? The fuck? Thank you.